Resistance, burnout, procrastination, sleepless nights, stress, and painful hard work. Fatigued from running on the high achiever hamster wheel? This is the Bold Leadership Revolution, where we develop high-performing leaders to live, thrive, and lead bold and smart, not hard. Here is your host, Tara Newman. Hey, hey, bold leaders. Welcome to the Bold Leadership Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Tara Newman, and I have a passion for helping everyday humans perform in extraordinary ways. This is the place where we dish on everything from mental toughness to emotional well-being and what it takes to really perform at your highest level. We are here to help you embrace your ambition and leave that grind behind. Today's topic is one that has been on my heart for a while. Over the last four years, I've worked with some spectacular high achievers, but I've noticed something. They often sacrifice true productivity and high performance protocols for their achievement. Furthermore, the achievement wound up not really being what they wanted to begin with. There seems to be a giant disconnect between achievement and performance. Now, like all things on this podcast, this is my opinion. It's an assumption I'm making based on the anecdotal data. Anecdotal data is based on small personal accounts and stories that I collect from my clients and community. These come from examples and observations I make. They come from the things that I'm working on and struggling with and working toward for myself. Something to note here is that I've wanted to talk about this subject more, but so many people are so attached to the label high achiever. And if you haven't noticed, it's being used tremendously in marketing today. I've been afraid of having this conversation because I don't want anybody to feel like I'm calling them out. I don't want anybody to feel like I'm pointing the finger at them because that is not what I'm doing. The purpose of this conversation is to call my high achievers up into a higher and ultimately more sustainable level of performance. Now, this is a conversation that I have had many times with clients uh, ranging, and my clients range. I have worked with millennial millionaires. I've worked with executives in their 60s who ride Harleys, and everybody in between. I've worked with professionals like world-renowned oncologists and business owners that run $60 million businesses, and again, everything in between. So that's where this sampling is coming from. These are the people that I've been talking to about it, and it really resonates with them on a deep level. So I needed to get over my stuff, flip on my mic, and start having this conversation. So my plan is to keep this episode brief and share some characteristics or examples of what I think a high achiever is versus what a high performer is. Before I get started, I want to say that I see this as a spectrum with high achiever on one end and high performer on the other end. If you're looking to become a high performer, you have to start somewhere and starting as a high achiever is a great place to be. 
This is about going from being great to being exceptional or being in a place of excellence. And at any given time, we might travel on this spectrum. For example, it depends on where I am in my life that I may be more on the achiever spectrum than on the performer spectrum. And a great example of this for me is CrossFit. So when I'm CrossFitting, when I'm in the gym, I have definitely start to fall into that high achiever energy, which is funny because that's probably a place where I should be leveraging my high performer energy, but it's new to me. I'm not as confident there. Um, and things come up for me. And so I wind up sometimes in this high achiever energy and I have to be really aware of that so I can start shifting myself down the spectrum to be more of a high performer. So here are some characteristics that I see from high achievers. Now, it isn't like if you check all the boxes, then you're a high achiever. You may identify with some of these. You might may identify with all of them. What I'm saying here is be cognizant of what you do identify with so you know where you need to check in and where you need to create some awareness for yourself. P.S., being a high achiever isn't a bad thing. I want to remind you of that because there are high achievers who are listening. And the second that something doesn't validate a high achiever, they immediately think that it's bad or wrong about them. There is nothing bad or wrong about you if you exhibit any or all of these characteristics at any given point. I said this is about going from being great to being exceptional or being in a place of excellence. So high achievers only see tangible results in ROI in terms of dollars. Things I've learned from my first mentor 20 years ago have paid themselves forward in all kinds of ways throughout my life, both tangible and intangible. So be open to the journey and all you can experience without limiting yourself to the concrete or the here and now. That's kind of what I have to say about that first bullet point. And I did want to expand on that because that is a big factor. High achievers never see their wins. If you don't ever see your wins, you will never be successful. Never seeing your wins equals success never. Focused on short-term results and cash. This will make you successful in the short term, but does nothing to build sustainability and stability in your business. High achievers sometimes talk a good game. There's lots of theory, book knowledge, regurgitated learnings from others, but high achievers often don't take the time to test, hone, evolve, and make their own. This only works for you if you want to be one step ahead. This is not how you succeed at the pinnacle of leadership. Effort and work come from the energy of not good enough or needing to prove themselves worthy or be the smartest person in the room, right? This is that know-it-all energy. This is not the not good enough energy. This is the not worthy energy. Effort and work when you're a high achiever often comes from this undercurrent of not good enough. This is where the proving and the striving come from. High achievers often don't understand what their unique and true value is, or they fear niching things down to really claim a few things. High achievers are often driven by fear of failure. High achievers flex their hustle muscle way too often. The more I hustle, the more I'll succeed. 
throwing spaghetti at the walls, hoping something will stick. High achievers get stuck in perfectionism. And I want to share with you why I think this happens. So many of my clients speak the language of excellence. They are here for world-class results, which is a strength of theirs. However, our strengths can be overused. And when you overuse a drive for excellence, it often starts to look like perfectionism. That is my observation. That is my opinion. High achievers can carry shame around not hitting goals because they have the most fantastic death grip on them. High achievers are riding that, like white knuckling that ride to success. They're gripping really tightly to everything. High achievers often find themselves constantly outputting and not inputting enough or not balancing outputting and inputting. In their drive to achieve the thing, they go all out. They overconsume content, thinking that that next piece of content, that next course will be the thing. High achievers can also get overly focused on tactics and external sources of success. Now, I can't believe I left this one for so far down the line, but high achievers are often control freaks. Raise your hand if you can identify with being a control freak. Hello, I see you. I too like to control things. High achievers often say that they're open to learning and trying things differently, but when people give them feedback on ideas, they think, yeah, but, right? Yeah, but I've tried that already. Yeah, but that won't work. Yeah, but. Now, let's look at high performers. The equally ambitious, but less overworked, worried, and worn out companion of the high achiever. High performers do things differently. They are radically intentional and deeply discerning. Essential, as author Greg McCowan of the book Essentialism would say. High performers truly look at the world through a different lens. And what I find is that many of them have started off as high achievers and walked the path to high performance by carefully mastering key concepts along the way. I think the first concept is one of recommitment. They get up every day and recommit to being their highest performing self every day. They are meticulous about habits and routines to the point of them being ritualistic. Everything has a purpose with a high performer. They create filters or rules for how to make decisions to reduce decision fatigue. They routinely press the pause button to put some time between stimulus and response. Authenticity is no joke to a high performer. It has very deep meaning. Anything that brings them deeper self-awareness is worth the time and energy. High performers are in it for the long haul. They are attracted to mastery, and they know the thing they must master first and foremost is themselves. High performers choose building character over implementing tactics. They know that they are their best tool for impact, that everything they desire or want to birth into the world comes from them. And more importantly, it comes from their energy. So they fiercely protect themselves, like Greg McCowan 
from the book Essentialism, discusses in chapter six, they protect the asset. They know how valuable they are to those around them. All the things a high achiever believes stands in their way of success, a high performer doubles down on. So a high achiever may cheat sleep or not worry about their nutrition or not attend to their emotional state or their spirituality gets chucked in the, the fuck it bucket in, while they're on their pursuit to achievement. So all the things that a high achiever believes stands in their way of success, high performers double down on. Sleep, nutrition, taking care of themselves emotionally, financially, and spiritually. High performers get 10x results, not because they are doing 10x the work, but because they 10x their focus. They are discerning with everything, including, and most importantly, to their learning environments. High achievers think the answer is the next thing, the next course, the next mentor, the next connection they make. High performers are agile and discerning learners. They may take the course, they hire the mentor, they absolutely hire the mentor and make the connections, but they are discerning about it. They are open to learning from life, clients, peers, but they put themselves in intimate spaces where they feel an energetic connection. They put themselves in safe spaces with inherent and consistent integrity. High performers are goal-directed, not because goals are awesome, but because they provide a structure through which things are created. Setting the goal, breaking down the steps, creating small actions are a part of their process. They then release attachment to the end goal, knowing that things work out in their favor always. The number one fear I hear from successful people is that they won't reach their true potential. They won't make the impact they know they are here to make. They don't realize that reaching your potential goes hand in hand with leaving your achiever behind and stepping into your highest performing self. Now, I want to give you a caveat. If you heard me talking about these characteristics of a high performer and you thought, that's me, that's all me, got it, nailed it, don't need to worry about this now, my journey ends here, I'm good, you are not operating from a high performance space. If you listen to everything I said about a high performer and you're like, hmm, where do I need to double down on my performance? Where I already do these things, where can I do them better? What can I let go of so I can step into one of these aspects on a deeper level? That is the energy of high performance. Okay, bold leaders, now I want to hear from you. I want you to head on over to Instagram and post a picture of you listening to this podcast with one insight or takeaway. Tag me at the Tara Newman so I can comment and respond and start a conversation with you. If you're someone who feels excited by this idea, this concept of moving from high achiever to high performer, I want you to head on over to the show notes and fill out an application for the Bold Leadership Mastermind in 2019. It's a year-long mastermind with other bold leaders. We're going to be talking strategy, but we will focus most on mindset, behaviors, beliefs, bullshit stories, and energy in all aspects of your life, not just in your business. This is for small business owners looking to become the next best version of themselves, leaders who are looking for accountability, leaders who want to have a clear and focused rallying cry for 2019, 
Leaders who don't want to play it safe. They know the power in putting themselves in a room with people who will challenge them to grow. Head on over and fill out an application. Even if you're questioning if this is the right thing for you, even if you have that fear coming up, I want you to be bold and I want you to do it anyway. Space is limited. This is an intimate opportunity. If you found this podcast valuable, please share it with your friends, colleagues, and other bold leaders. Also, if you haven't done so already, please leave a review. I consider podcast reviews podcast currency, and it's the one thing you can do to help us out here at the Bold Leadership Revolution HQ. We would be forever grateful. Special thanks goes to Stacey Harris from The Stacey Harris, who is the producer and editor of this podcast. Go check them out for all your digital marketing and content creation needs. Be sure to tune into our next episode to help you embrace your ambition and leave the grind behind. Thank you for tuning in to the Bold Leadership Revolution podcast. This episode has ended, but our work continues online. Head over to theboldleadershiprevolution.com where you'll find links to any resources mentioned in today's episode, along with other valuable tips and information that will help you lead bold. That's theboldleadershiprevolution.com.